one key is the way that you measure debt. So um, the, um, the usual measure of debt has U.S. government debt, the publicly held debt, at about 75% um, of GDP and increasing dramatically. So it's going to cross 100%. Uh, and then people say, well, you know, this is just like Greece. And then you look at the size of the deficit and compare that to GDP, just like Greece. Well, I'm afraid not. Okay, the, to compare to Greece is, I think, um, inappropriate for multiple reasons. And the most obvious reason is that we have control over our currency. We have a floating currency, the U.S. dollar. Um, and Greece is in a, a basically a peg system to the euro. They cannot do anything about uh, their obligations. They cannot um, depreciate their currency because they are hooked into a fixed currency. So in that sense, the U.S. is in a much stronger condition. We can always fulfill our debt by printing money. It's not something you want to do, but we can do that. In addition, um, even if uh, Greece was uh, a floating currency and we resurrected the drachma, which might be resurrected, um, it's, it's a totally different story, the U.S. dollar and the drachma, because the U.S. dollar is a reserve currency, de facto. Okay, so, so it might not be in 20 years, but given that it is today, again, we don't need to worry uh, about that debt because there's always the option of printing. Okay, it's a last resort option because right, you don't want that to cause inflation uh, directly. So um, I've also said that we need to be careful the way that we count the debt. So if you include um, the public debt, so the U.S. government debt held by the public, and then you kind of go a level lower because there's a lot of government debt held by kind of government institutions. Uh, then you count corporate debt, you count consumer debt. You put that all together, you get about 350% of GDP. And if you look at that through time, uh, there's been no point um, in the last at least 80 years where anything is looked close to 350%. Okay, so we are levered. A big time. And I think that that, that is going to be a problem. Now, some people might say, well, you know, what's the big deal? Because the usual argument with all that debt is that uh, it crowds out uh, corporations and causes rates to go up. And look at the rates. Rates are really low. And it's true. Um, right now, there's no crowding out directly. But we talked about the indirect crowding out already. The banks, what are they doing? They're investing in treasuries. They've got excess reserves. They're not making loans to corporations. So there's a crowding out almost immediately right now, even though you don't see it in the interest rates. And the other thing is that these obligations are for many years. There's no way we can pay off all the government debt in one year. So. So this is a multi-year thing, and while you might not see the obvious effect of crowding out today, you will see that effect in the future. And that's the reason that once debt, debt gets sufficiently high, there's very uh, clean empirical evidence that shows that the rate of growth in your economy goes down. Okay, so that's going to cost us growth unless we get that debt um, reduced. So I think that it is a, a, a serious uh, problem. And it's a problem that's going to take multiple years uh, to actually fix. And there's many ways to 
fix. And some of the fixes are not really fixes. So you need to be careful. You can imagine having a policy where you uh, punitively increase taxes across the board. That's not going to be a fix. That's just going to basically dig uh, the grave for us. Okay, so you have to be very careful uh, as to how you deal with this. Um, and there's certain things that I think that could be done um, that uh, are kind of low risk um, that don't um, risk um, making things worse.